You're listening to Simply the Best Sports Take, the best podcast breaking down the best stuff in sports with host Sean Bingham. His takes are so good, he dropped the mic, but then you wouldn't be able to hear him, and that would suck. Good morning, good morning, and welcome into Simply the Best Sports Podcast. I am your host, Sean Bingham, and it is a lovely morning here in Hawaii. It's 7.45 a.m. I'm guessing it's a lot later for most of you, but uh, we've got a fantastic, beautiful day here, and we have a wonderful podcast for you on tap. So to start, as you probably already know, the NFL lost two more stars yesterday for extended periods of time. One, Ezekiel Elliott, and his six-game suspension is back on for the third time. And then beyond that, Richard Sherman, this is really just too bad. Another superstar out for the season with an injury. He ruptured his Achilles last night. He will miss the remainder of the season. You got to feel for Sherman and the Seahawks. He's one of, not the most likable guy in the league, but definitely one of the top corners. Has not missed a game ever in his career. Came into the league in 2011. Has not missed a game. Very, very sad. And you look at now the list of guys, star players that have been lost to season-ending injuries. You have J.J. Watt, Odell Beckham Jr., Dalvin Cook, Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, and now Richard Sherman. Those are all superstars in this league, out for the year with season-ending injuries. Again, by the way, I'm in Hawaii. I'm outside, so if you can hear noises, for instance, the lovely dog Marley who's following me around, just know that that's what it is. Um, <laughs> but there's so many stars that the NFL has lost, and it's just it's just too bad. And some guys are saying, including Doug Baldwin, that the uh, Thursday night games is adding to the injuries because it does not give guys enough time to recover. And last night you saw a bunch of guys going down with injuries, and uh, Richard Sherman said that his Achilles has been bothering him all season long, but he's been able to play through it. But he didn't have the recovery time. He only had four days this week to recover and get his body ready for the next you know, tough, tough battle when they typically have six or seven. So maybe they should play the games on Friday nights. I mean, they already own Sunday. They already own Monday night. College already owns Saturday. Maybe Friday night's the answer. I don't know. Seems like a, seems like a better fit for the human body to not have to go on a Sunday and then again on a Thursday. But... Regardless, uh, it is what it is, and we're, we're sad to see Richard Sherman go. I think that's a huge blow to the Seahawks. I think they're still, still a potential playoff team, but they're not as good without him as they are with him. That much we know for sure. A bigger deal, though, as far as how it affects a team's play and their chances at making the playoffs is Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott was suspended for six games, six games fought it, and you know got it postponed. It came back on. He fought it again and won again, and then it came back on now a third time. It's happening. He will be suspended for six games, and I, uh, I think this is a massive, massive blow to the Cowboys. you got to think that they're wishing right now that they had just let this suspension take place earlier in the season because it would be over now, and they're currently 5-3. and three. He's going to miss six games. Here's the six games he's going to miss at Atlanta, and then at home against Philadelphia, at home against the Chargers, at home against the Redskins, at the Giants, at the Raiders. That's a very, very tough schedule, even with Zeke. I mean, 
Falcons, Eagles, Chargers. Those are three of the best teams in the league. Redskins, very good team. Division rival. And then at the Giants, obviously the Giants are having a really down year. And then at the Raiders. My thought here is, he's back by week 16. They'll probably win their last two games of the season. um, Because they're playing Seattle and then at Philly. And that game won't mean anything for Philadelphia. I'm sure they'll be resting starters. So I'm gonna I'm gonna predict that uh, they win their final two games of the season once Elliott is back, but I think that these six games that he's gonna miss, I think three and three is best case scenario, most likely two and four. So if they go two and four, and they're currently five and three, I think they'll win their final two. That means they finish ten and six. Eleven and five is 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 not gonna happen. I think ten and six is is best case scenario. That would actually be if they won if they went three and three, excuse me. So if they went three and three over these next six, they'd be ten and six. That's best case scenario. More likely is nine and seven. Nine and seven is not making the playoffs in the NFC. There is no way nine and seven makes the playoffs in the NFC because you're not even gonna sniff the division title at that, nor at ten and six. So that's off the table. So now they're fighting for a wild card. You've got the Eagles, Vikings, Saints, Rams, Panthers, Seahawks, Redskins, Cowboys, Falcons, Lions, all these teams are right there in the mix for those those uh, playoff spots. And I just don't think the Cowboys are going to make it. Ezekiel Elliott is a huge, huge loss. I think the Cowboys are going to finish 9-7, and 10-6, best-case scenario. And I think they're going to barely miss the playoffs, which is a crushing blow because they're a team that legitimately has Super Bowl potential. But when you, when you lose your star guy, their most important offensive piece, outside of maybe Dak Prescott, for six games at this stretch of six games it's a brutal schedule it's an important time of the season it's it's a huge blow we'll see what Alfred Morris and Darren McFadden and other guys can do but um, Ezekiel there's huge shoes to fill the guy's been leading the NFL since week three in carries yards and rushing touchdowns I mean he's he's been everything for that team and I, I think they're going to struggle my prediction now is that the Cowboys will miss the playoffs as a direct result of Ezekiel Elliott's six-game suspension. So, um, okay, moving on to the NBA. Very, very interesting thing here in the NBA. Lonzo Ball, we all know he can't shoot, but he really, really can't shoot. I don't think we've fully grasped the gravity of his poor shooting until last night. He went 3 of 12 in a 111-95 loss at the Wizards. And 3 of 12 wasn't the, the huge issue. That's He's done that before. What we realized, though, is that he's now shooting 29.2% from the field through his first 12 games of his career, which is second worst in the history of the shot clock. He is one of the worst shooters, if not the worst shooter, to start a career ever. The guy was the number two pick overall, the most touted rookie we've had in a while, partially because of his dad, of course. And he's shooting the worst ever. To put that into perspective, the shot clock was introduced in 1954. He's second worst ever to start a career through 12 games. He did have eight rebounds, eight assists, so he's got some game going there. But the guy can't shoot. The other names on the list, by the way, of of worst shooters through first 12 games, I'd never heard of any of them. The most recent one was in 1971 that made this list of guys shooting under 30%. I mean, Lonzo Ball is in really, really bad company, and he better learn to shoot because this is a shooter's league. If you can't shoot 
I mean, Jason Kidd learned, you know, people have been making the Jason Kidd comparisons. And I don't know if you saw Jason Kidd the other day, though, say that that was a stretch, that that was a, you know, that Lonzo Ball's got a long ways to go. And if I was Jason Kidd, I'd be offended. You know, yeah, Jason Kidd had some early career shooting struggles, but Jason Kidd is, is he's top, I think he's top seven, I believe, in all-time three-pointers made. He's one of the best uh, assist, man, assist men that the league has ever seen. He's a straight-up baller. He's an NBA champion, and they're making <laughs> baller, big baller brand, no, no pun intended there, but they're making comparisons to Jason Kidd simply because Jason Kidd you know, shot poorly. Uh, he was a little bit above 30% at least, so there is hope for Lonzo to turn it around, but man, he is off to a horrendous start, doesn't seem to have a whole lot of confidence, has a very unorthodox shooting uh, you know, technique form that's been well documented, and you got to wonder if now he's having second thoughts. Maybe he should change that. I don't know, but sc- scary, scary stuff. If you are the Los Angeles Lakers, to see your star guard, your number two overall pick shooting this horrendously, and it just is so well documented. The the pressure just piles up on these kids. I mean, it's it's going to be a long haul for Lonzo Ball. I don't think he's a bust, which I've heard some other people say. I think he's going to be a great player in this league. But I don't know that uh, scoring is going to come very easily for him. So speaking of scoring, I think I could score against the Cleveland Cavaliers. They lost again last night, 117-113 to Houston. And they pretty much can't stop anybody. They're giving up 114.2 points per game, which is third worst in the NBA. And their opponents are shooting 41.1% from three, which is far and away worst in the league meaning best field goal percentage, worst defense against three-pointers in the league, the Cleveland Cavaliers, they got to pull it together. I mean, I get that they're old. I get that it's regular season. But at some point, you got to turn it on and win some games, or you might not even make the playoffs in the East, and that would be a catastrophe. So that's all I've got for today. Um, Look forward to seeing you guys on Twitter, at Sean Bingham, and I will talk to you manana. I'm out. Peace. Thanks for hanging with Simply the Best Sports Take. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and check out stbsportstake.com. Simply the best in sports.